And now, for the moment you've been waiting for. Hello and welcome to 2021 Year in Review Part 2. So this is Season 2, Episode 13, if you're counting, where we are taking excerpts from each and every podcast from this whole season and giving you little snippets here and there to uh, whet your appetite comedic style. Now, I'm going over these podcasts. I'm listening to them. I am laughing my ass off. Um, I hope you guys are too. And I, I, I can't believe how mean I am in some of them. Like, I, you'll understand in season three what has happened to me over the last few months and stuff. But, like, I've mellowed out quite a bit. I mean, I'll still say my piece and everything, but it, it's different now. But enough with now. Let's go to back then, which was season two, episode seven, which was called TMI. Shut the fuck up. So... TMI. What is it and why do people do it? Well, for starters, if you don't know what TMI stands for, it means too much information. In other words, shut the fuck up. There are various different things that uh, can fall under TMI. Like, for example, Friends of mine. Now, mind you, these are friends. You know, sometimes people say sharing is caring, but not that much. You know what I'm saying? Um, I had some friends. Now, mind you, these people shall remain nameless. They also shall remain friendless from me, since at this point I decided I really needed a new circle of friends. So the people I'm about to talk about, I got rid of many, many years ago. So, a friend of mine, back in junior high, you know, uh, this is one time where she should have shared TMI. Now, mind you, if you're just talking about a situation, no one's going to get into this situation. That's a different story. That would be like, yeah, TMI, I don't need to hear that shit. No. She invited me to her house, neglected to mention to me that her house was infested with roaches, water bugs, any of those kind of vermin that you could possibly think of, and she had names for them. Kind of reminded me, like, uh, you know, Jerry O'Connell and his show, Joe's Apartment. If you never saw Joe's Apartment and you're not afraid of roaches or water bugs, Rodney and Randy Roach, hysterical. Or was it Ralph Roach? They all started with R's. So I, I, I (laughs) I know that part for a fact. Anyway... Um, the show was about, you know, Joe in his apartment that was infested with roaches. And he was bringing a girl over and he told them all to fucking behave. Um, yeah. Going forward, that kind of is something you should fucking share with someone. Or just don't fucking bring them to your house. This is what happened with me and my friend. Now, if it was a normal conversation, and you're like, yeah, we've been trying to get rid of them, and they just keep on freaking coming back because there are people in the uh, house that don't exterminate. So it's a three-apartment 
house complex, like a triplex, I guess, that she lived in at the time, or at least a duplex. There was another uh, family in there. But all these roaches were coming down to her house, which made me think that she was the one that wasn't exterminating nothing. So not only did I feel bad for myself because she never fucking shared with me that this was happening, it's like you walk in, you're walking into a hoarder's house. You don't know what to expect, you know? And uh, that's another thing. Like, you know, if somebody has... Now, there's a difference between being a hoarder. That's a psycho, psychiatric mental disease, mental issue. Having your house infested by roaches and not fucking doing anything about it is an asinine, stupid, dumb motherfucking issue. Okay? Okay. Even if you can't afford to get a freaking exterminator, you can go to the goddamn hardware store and freaking purchase... Something that kills bugs. Okay? It's not that hard. It's not that expensive either. Anyway, this is going back to the 90s. Still had hardware stores. Still had stuff to kill roaches. That's all I'm saying. Okay? You should fucking warn a friend before you bring them into your house that's infested with roaches. Especially since your friend, me, is terrified of them. Because when I was a kid and we bought our first house found out that our house, since it was so old and haunted, by the way, but that's another completely different podcast episode, um, it was infested with roaches and water bugs. I was a year old when my parents bought this house and lived there till I was 20 years old in Brooklyn. And I'm thinking to myself, you didn't see this upon inspection? You, You didn't see anything like this when you walked into the fucking place? And, uh, you know, mind you, they were young. They did a walkthrough, and the place was dimly lit. I think the previous owners did that on frickin' purpose, so you couldn't see nothing crawling around in the damn house. Anyway, first thing that my family did when they purchased the house and found this out was to hire an exterminator to get rid of everything that was in the frickin' house bug-wise, Okay found one big water bug dead in the sink it was uh three inches long found out from my dad the reason why it died in the sink was because it couldn't go back down the piping no this should not be happening okay now so we got rid of all of them in our house a long long time ago all of a sudden because the pipes were old the house was old every so often you had an occasional one come in and I wanted to die every single time. Because it wasn't like, oh, hello, I'm on the floor. My name is Waterbug. Hi. No. This damn thing would either fall off the ceiling and hit me. Or the one time, I'll never forget this. I have a younger brother. He's five years younger than me. This is back in the day. My mom told me to go into his bedroom where they had the diaper changing station. Told me to go get a diaper. I go and get a diaper. And there's a water bug in between the fucking diaper thing on the floor. Scared the shit out of me. I couldn't even sleep that night. Okay. I think the best, and I say that sarcastically saying the best because it fucking sucked, was when we were moving. Now, mind you, water bugs are just like stupid people. They're contagious, there's no fixing them, and they're fucking everywhere. Okay? Stupid people, roaches. Same, different thing. Not that different. The same thing, okay? Except people and roaches. Anyway, so when we decided to move from Brooklyn, Brooklyn, to New Jersey, 
Um, I didn't want anything crawling into a box and coming with us to the new house. Because if you have one, just like Fleas, you got one, he's got friends. I don't care if you see them or not. He's got a million fucking friends. Okay? So, I was neurotic. I personally inspected every box, every bag, everything we loaded onto the fucking trucks, everything we loaded into the fucking car, everything. Okay? It's me, my mom, my aunt, down in the basement. Now, mind you, Brooklyn house, fucking haunted. Basement's the last place you want to fucking go, especially in this house. When we originally moved in, I found out my parents found bullets in the front room in the basement. Lord knows what was going on in this house other than roaches before we moved in, okay? Bullets and roaches. So there was a bunch of stuff we stored in the basement uh, that we, you know, left there. Old clothes, old, uh, you know, board games like Ouija board, which I left at that house. You're welcome. Um, So a bunch of different things. But at this point... We decided, since my aunt wasn't moving yet, it was a duplex house, my aunt and uncle and cousin lived upstairs, we lived downstairs, we shared the basement, so they weren't moving yet, so we were inspecting all the stuff that was down in the basement, and all these bags and whatnot, so I brought out this big plastic bag of stuff, it had an old yellow winter coat, it had a yellow hat, it had yellow gloves, I hate yellow, but apparently this is what my mom decided to dress me in for the winter. Uh, yellow gloves, yellow scarf, a bunch of different things. All yellow. So it all had to freaking match in the color I fucking hated. But I digress. So I'm pulling stuff out of this plastic bag. And my aunt and my mom are sitting, you know, next to me. Now, the basement is really, really long. You have the front room where the bullets were to all the way to the back room that had cellar doors. So if you were down in the basement, say you were having a party and you needed the basement for something or other, you open the cellar doors, you go outside into the backyard, back and forth, basement, backyard, basement, backyard. We had like a ping pong table down there at that point. So people would be playing, people would be outside partying, whatever, right? So otherwise the doors were just locked from the, you know, from the inside and the outside. You couldn't really freaking whatever. So I'm pulling this big yellow scarf out of this bag like I'm like a clown pulling these colored scarves out of his top hat. You know what I'm saying? So all of a sudden I'm pulling and I'm pulling and I hear crunch. And I tell you, it was like a fucking horror story. Horror movie gone wrong. I look down in slow motion at my hand that has the scarf and something crunchy in it. I open my hand and there is a big, dead, fat, two inch long fucking water bug in my hand now i'm sitting there i am frozen solid i am stiff i can't move i'm looking at my hand going (laughs) now my mom and my aunt like two cartoon characters running through like you know they ran to the other side of the basement okay if they were two cartoon characters you know when like wiley coyote or donald you know daffy duck or whoever runs through a wall and they make their imprint in the wall if my aunt and my mom could have done that they would have because that's how fast they left me on the floor with a crunchy water bug in my hand and ran across the fucking basement okay so tmi yeah but I'm fucking terrified of them, okay? And go back to my friend with her house who's infested with all these that are alive marching around like it's a freaking, you know, some sort of parade and you don't tell nobody about it? That's TMI gone wrong, okay? 
That's something you should fucking warn a friend about if you really were a true friend. Who the fuck wants to sit in that day in and day out and it didn't bother her? One of them crawled on her. She flicked it away with her finger like it was nothing. I'm like, oh, hell no. No. See, this is something I just don't want to get involved in. And now you can understand why I need to get a different circle set of friends because that shit ain't right. You know? Shit ain't right. So, moving along, I had another friend of mine. Now, I understand sometimes sharing is caring. Whatever. Fine. You know, yes, somebody, hi, how are you? There's only a couple of answers that you really want to hear. Especially if it's not a friend and it's a customer of yours at a job that you work at. Now, let me tell you something. When you're at work and somebody says, hi, how are you? To whether it's a colleague or a customer, especially. It's just, it's just niceties. It's just being nice. It's being professional if you're in a profession that deals with clients and people and everything. I mean, sure, you could get a little personal and whatnot, you know, if you really know the customer, you know, they're like, oh, I had a bad day, you know, work sucked, blah, blah, blah. I I get it, you know? Um, What I don't get is when people like to take it a little too far, okay? Now, the person I'm going to talk about right now used to be a friend of mine. She's fucking gross. Like, fucking gross, okay? Like, says things that are not sexy. Like, not not that she needed to turn me on or anything. It wasn't like that. Even if it is, it doesn't fucking matter. But it wasn't like that. There's just things you just don't say. Especially if you're out looking for a dude at a bar. He don't want to know about what I'm going to tell you about now. Okay? I didn't want to know about it. I got my own problems. I don't need to hear about your shit. Okay? So, I used to work with this bitch... Um, at one point I thought she was stalking me because she was fucking everywhere I went. Um, I used to have a gym membership. I'd go to the gym. All of a sudden I hear, and I turn around and I, that was my first mistake was I should have not turned around because when somebody goes, like, I'm not a, like, my name is Valerie, you know, use it. Even yo Val, how you doing? Something like that. You know, um, Sometimes I used to go, hey, yo, you know, I'd respond to that because, well, when you're in Brooklyn, hey, yo, is everybody, basically. Um, so I made the mistake of turning around and there's this girl that I worked with. She was a co-worker of mine at a doctor's office that I used to work at. And she's sitting on one of the leg machines and she's like, hey, how are you? I'm like, I'm good, which is one of the answers you should say. I'm good. I'm fine. Okay. Or, great, super, thanks for asking, how are you? The how are you part is very optional because nine times out of ten, whether it's a friend, a client, a customer, when you say how are you, you're inviting the bullshit onto you, okay? Basically, you say, I'm good, thanks, and walk away. Especially if it's somebody you really don't know and you have a feeling that something ain't right and something's gonna fucking happen, okay? That's what happened. She got off the machine. I said, oh, hey, how's it going? Which is another way of saying, how you doing? Which I shouldn't have said. She looks at me. She goes, well, I got my period. And I'm leaking. No. Just just no. Shut the fuck up. TMI, shut the fuck up. Okay? Because not only do I not know you very well, 
I work with you. Um, we're in the middle of the gym, in the middle of the walkway where there's high traffic and there's a lot of hot guys going around and everything. My personal trainer, who is hot, was there too and kind of overheard half this conversation. He started laughing because he saw the look on my face and I turned bright white. I was going to vomit, okay? I don't need to know about your fucking leaky, chunky, nasty period. You were just sitting on a machine that I needed to use that I am now not using because of what you just told me. Thank you very much. Um, sharing is caring does not work in this fucking situation because we were not close friends. I did not need to know this shit. And I was just overly embarrassed because a lot of fucking people just heard this fucking conversation. And she's wearing light-colored pants. And you're working out during that floodgate that's open that you had to share with me. Ew! No! Go away! Well, she never went away. Uh, We kind of became friends at one point. Um, Not good, good friends, but friends. Um, She had, she was queen of TMI. Like, there was shit you just never needed to know that she would just spring upon you to share with you just because. I really should have asked, like, why the fuck are you saying this shit? It wasn't only to me, either. It was, like, to dudes, like, you know, that she would meet. Oh, I just sneezed and wet my pants. Nobody needs to know that. In fact, if that ever happened to me, I don't share that information with anybody. I go to a doctor to figure out what the fuck is going on with my plumbing, you know? No, she just outfully says shit. And I mean, uh, there are no words. There really isn't. She not share this shit. Even like, n- just no. Okay. So there's that. Now, getting to other things that should not be shared with other people. Like say, you're at work. Now, like you're friendly with your coworkers and everything, but do you really do a deep dive into certain things? Like, are you going to sit there? I mean, you're not going to share that nasty story with your boss, are you? Or with your, uh, you know, other coworkers that are dudes, are you? No. I mean, yeah, you might call in one day and say, uh, yeah, I'm really sick. I'm having stomach problems. You know, I'm sorry. I'm not going to be able to make it in today. You're not going to go into like descriptive detail of saying, yeah, hi, um, Hey, boss lady, I'm sitting on a turlet over here, and my ass is exploding. Um, yeah, I'm not going to be able to make it into work today because I can't make it off the fucking toilet, okay? It is bad in here. I think I need to call someone. You're not going to say that shit to your boss, literally. I mean, you're not going to say that to anybody, you know? You could say, like, you know, for example... There was one time where I guess I was oversharing a little bit. I worked at a bank up in Hillsborough, and my boss was just extremely intimidating at one point until you got to know her. Um, I decided when I was younger to use Nair on my face. It was not supposed to be used on the face. I did not know that. It just said hair removal, and I had a couple of little hairs on my face that I wanted to get rid of, right? Well... This was uh, on a Sunday. I was going to work Monday morning. I figured, eh, no problem, right? Now, this isn't exactly CMI. This is not exactly gross. This is more funny. So just, you know, deal with it. So put the damn stuff on my face. Waited the allotted however, however many minutes you were supposed to. Wiped it off. Fine. 
no problem. It did what it said it was going to do. Within the next, I don't know, half hour, an hour or so, my face blew up. And I looked like I had a baboon's ass on my face. Okay? It's the only way I could describe it. The damn thing was red as fuck, blotchy everywhere, hurt like hell. Now, mind you, if this was on my leg or on my foot or something else, I could cover it with clothes. This was on my face. Okay? Called up my boss. I'm like, yeah, um, I got a situation over here. And, of course, she was pissed off because I think somebody else just called out because they were drunk off their fucking ass. Which, you know, you want to trade? I'd rather be drunk and go to work than have a baboon's ass on my face. Okay? But I digress. So, talking to my boss. I said, yeah, I got a situation over here. And she's like, what kind of situation? And then I, I actually, because I cared, I said, well, this might be TMI, but I used hair removal cream on my face and now it looks like I have a baboon's ass on my face. And there was like silence on the other end. I heard somebody laughing in the background. She must have had me on speaker. Um, and she's like, you have a baboon's ass on your face. So I had to go into detail and explain what happened. And she goes, ah. And I'm like, I can't cover it up. It freaking hurts like hell. I mean, you know, I literally burnt my face off trying to get two stupid freaking hairs off of my face, which is the most dumbest thing I have ever done in the history of dumbest things I've ever done. Okay. Um, mind you, I was in my 20s, I think, at that point. This was, this was many, many years ago. I'll never do that shit again. But it is what it is. And what it is is there's a baboon's ass on my face. Should be a new song. Um, so she goes, well, um, feel better. And, uh, you're going to be coming in tomorrow. I said, well, um, I have an ice pack on my face right now. So I'm pretty sure if the swelling goes down and it's not burning and everything, I could cover it up with foundation and come in tomorrow. She goes, okay, good deal. I'll see you tomorrow. Feel better. Bye. -bye. Click, you know? So in that instance, TMI, I had to share. But there are times where there are just people, whether they're friends or whatever. Like, you know, there are people that do a deep dive into certain TMI situations that I, I, could, I could get behind, you know. But, like, you're going to talk about this in the middle of the freaking, uh, you know, gym. Now, mind you, I was on the phone with my boss. It was just me and my boss on the phone. Nobody else heard any of this until, well, now, 20 years later. My friend at the time was talking about her disgusting Niagara Falls period shit in the middle of a public gym, in the middle of people walking by, and the one person I really felt bad for was the guy on the machine that was working out right behind her who heard the whole fucking thing. And he was behind her. He looked almost as sick as I did. God knows what was going on down there. So... After a while, this girl, I'm like, dude, no, I need to release this shit. I was like, no, she's got to go. I, I can't deal with this girl no more. Um, Because there, there was one point, all right, she, I don't know what the hell her problem was. She was older than I was at the time. She, Well, she still is, but whatever. Um, desperate to find a guy. 
we went to a bar and everything there are these nasty bar people that were there like you know the regulars which she was of too and I didn't know this some guy you know from across the bar staring at me comes over starts talking to me I'm not interested I made it a point to tell him I was not interested and then he goes right for her and she's talking to him going oh hi I'm like first of all I would have been insulted if this drunk ass bastard went to you know my friend first and she said no and then came to me nah sorry I ain't second best to nobody I'd rather be alone and be okay than settle for some dumbass and be miserable that's just my philosophy anyway she's now talking to this dude whatever fine I get a, a picture message from her sister apple don't fall far from the tree Pat, message from her sister was a photo the girl's outside shows me a picture of her pants soaking wet she just pissed herself why do I need to see this these are TMI photos. So I wrote back going, what the fuck is wrong with you? She thought it was funny. I'm sorry, when I was a kid and I had to go to the bathroom and I didn't get there fast enough and I wet my pants, I cried. Because now you had to sit in it because you had nowhere to fucking go if you weren't home to change your underpants. This is like a freaking woman in her, I don't know, 40s, 30s at this point. I'm like, no. That ain't sexy. That ain't funny. I don't need to see that. TMI, shut the fuck up. This was her sister. At this point, my friend, not the sister, my friend was like, so is your brother single? This is where I draw the line, people. This is the line. None of my friends should ever go out or bang my brother. Okay? Also, vice versa, I would never go out with any of his friends or do anything for the same fucking reasons. Now, I don't know why, but when she immediately said that to me, I went, I mean, I I don't know, like, I, I, I don't know why, okay? So I told my brother. Now, mind you, right now, he is happily involved and living with his girlfriend. They are in Colorado, happy, happy, yay, yay, on a farm with little cuddly animals, yay! Um, so nobody fucks up my brother. Otherwise, I'll fuck you up. Okay? So, this being said, going forward, I told her, I said, you know, that's never going to happen. I never even answered her question at that point, is he single? Because I didn't want to say yeah, because then she'd be, like, trying to get all up on him. And if I said no, it wouldn't matter anyway. So, my brother worked out at the same gym that I did at that point we had different schedules and everything but every so often he and I would go work out together I also at one point worked there as you know a part-time job in the customer service office where I heard other TMI questions uh yeah well I can't pay my bill because um I'm doing blah 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 well then why do you have a gym membership if you can't afford a gym membership fucking close your gym membership and pay the bill Or keep your gym membership and pay the fucking bill. TMI, I don't care. Shut the fuck up. So she happened to see my brother working out. She went over to him. I get a text message. I'm home. And he's like, your friend's bothering me. And I'm like thinking to myself, what friend do I have that goes to the same gym that I do? And then he texted me her name. I said, oh, fuck me. So... We lived five minutes away from the gym. There was no excuse to not work out. I just happened to be a fucking lazy asshole and decided driving to the gym was just a little too much for me and I really didn't want to go. But for this, I went. 
So she's standing there. She's annoying my brother. She's like, oh, hi, I'm just talking to your brother. Why? He sure as shit don't want to talk to you. Oh, well, I was just being nice. No, you weren't. You were sitting here telling me how sexy my brother is. I want to vomit. He doesn't want to talk to you. He doesn't care about your freaking drippy problems. He don't give a shit. So leave my brother alone or I'm going to fuck you up. That's the way it goes. And she just stood there and looked at me. I'm like, you can't fix stupid. Stupid is forever. Stupid is contagious, just like the fucking roaches were. And this girl just was dumb as a stump and I couldn't take it. So yeah, I needed to get a whole new circle of friends that did not share TMI. Yeah, TMI. Doesn't that just warm the cockles of your innards? Hmm? Yeah, I know it does for me. So, yeah, from that to this. This is season two, episode eight, a little excerpt from my hiking uh, adventures called, Yeah, Go Take a Hike and Yeah, Go Fuck Yourself. Like I said, I wind up going hiking just to calm my nerves and get out of my head. But for some reason, I don't know if it's because people are listening to my podcast and have heard me and or know where this hiking uh, trail in this park is. But it's been a lot more crowded, which means a lot more people, which means a lot more assholes, which means a pissed off Valerie. So, yeah. Um, it also depends on when you go. I don't go on the weekends at all. Um, I also don't go usually in July through Labor Day in September because you have to pay to get in. While off-season, you don't have to pay at all. And I'd rather not have to pay if I'm going to smell stinky-ass fish on a fucking trail that the Parks Department decided is not going to freaking clean up. So, I'm not going to pay. Um, but anyway, if you go around the afternoon apparently i guess people are on their lunch breaks and they're blessed enough to have said long lunch break where they could actually go fucking hiking i'm lucky i had enough time to get food choke it down and then get back to work but anyway uh bad memories from another time so fast forwarding ahead um I believe it was uh, after the pandemic, or maybe it was during the pandemic. It was right after they said that the parks and everything were going to open and you didn't have to wear masks, kind of, sort of, um, unless you were vaccinated at that point. So, yeah. You want to know what that's also called? Swamp ass season. Yeah. Freaking hot as balls, humid as shit, and every bug that is a bug that knows it's a bug is out on the hiking trails. I kept on getting pelted in the fucking face with bugs. I don't even know what kind of bugs they were, but I do not like when something goes by my ears. No, thank you. Then there are bees and yellow jackets on the freaking trails, which I've never seen before. So there's some sort of mutant bug association having a meeting on the trails, and I don't want to be a part of it. So, you know. So I decided to stop going for a while. But before I stopped going, here's the kind of crap that happened. Now, I decided to go on a random day during the week around, I want to say, 11 in the morning. Now, if you decide... Uh, to get there around 12, 12.30 in the afternoon, that's apparently high hiking time. 
and you're not going to find a spot nowhere. So I decided to go a little earlier. Um, 11 o'clock turned into 11.30. I wound up getting there around noon. Fuck me. So I didn't find a spot at the head trail. Now, the head trail parking lot maybe has, I don't know, maybe 20 spots at best. And if you don't park there, I don't know of any other parking lot that there is. So at this point, I got there. There's no parking. I really still wanted to go. Didn't want to have to say, all rats, go home. So I decided to drive a little bit. So now I drove past the head trail in the direction of where the white trail is. The effing white trail. Well, that was off to the right, so I decided, well, I know what's off to the right. Let me go to the left, because I've never been to the left. Let me see what's over there. So this is how I found other entrances into the trails, which I have yet to do because I don't want to get freaking lost. So there's a parking lot over there, and now I'm in the parking lot, and I'm sitting there. I found a spot, yay. I also realized that this parking lot is two fucking miles away from the beginning of the head trail. So if I walk two miles to the head trail and then walk two miles back to my car, that's four miles I'm done for the day. I ain't parking over here. So turned around and went back to the head trail. And there's only one way into this parking lot and only one way out of this parking lot. So it's a circle. You know, very easy. Apparently, it was not for this one idiot freaking driving who came in the wrong way because they saw a spot on the left. Now, you came in the exit of the parking lot trying to make a left into a parking spot that slanted to the right. And now you beached your freaking SUV minivan with all your doo-doo-doo kids in it. And now you're stuck in the middle of the parking lot. And now I have people behind me trying to get into this parking lot while I'm trying to get around this jack wagon and she ain't moving. So now I have this other idiot who parked next to me to try to help her. And I'm like, there's no help. There is no help for you. You came in the exit back out of the fucking exit. I'm not letting you through because I can't go nowhere because there's somebody else behind me who's now honking and cursing thinking this is all my fault. This fucking moron, if I tell you, now she's blocking somebody that wants to back out of a spot. Oh good, now there's a spot going to be open but the guy can't get out of it because you're a douche nozzle. So finally, I decide to maneuver my truck to try to get out of the way and I'm pointing at her go to the right even if she runs over the curb at least she's able to get out so what does she do she sits there and doesn't do shit now my blood is fucking boiling all i wanted to do was go to the hiking trails to freaking relax now i want to punch someone in the face so finally somebody else comes and directs her out of the parking lot and then he follows her, puts his hand up to me saying thank you, even though I didn't do nothing. And you're lucky I didn't do anything, because I would have been on the 11 o'clock news at this point. I was so pissed. And they both leave. This guy pulls out of the spot. He leaves. I pull into the spot. Fuck you guys. So now I'm sitting there trying to calm down, because I am so fucking annoyed at this point. And there are people out, outside the head trail gathering, I guess. They, they also do tours. 
at certain times a day, but I think that was at 10 in the morning, which pfft, I'm not even up at 10 sometimes. Sometimes I just need to sleep in. There was no way I'm going on a hiking trail tour at 10 in the morning. Nope, not happening. So I get out of my car. I double check, make sure everything's locked. Now, when I come back and everything is still crowded and there are people driving around the freaking parking lot in the circle waiting for someone to, you know, pull out of their spot, I will stop them and say, you're looking for a spot, I'm over here. Wait for me, I'll pull out, you can get the spot and you can have a good day. See, I'm nice like that, right? So I get to the front of the head trail and I hear this woman go and say, there's no shit bucket. Now, I stopped, turned around, slightly turned my eyes. I didn't want to turn my head because I didn't want her to know that I heard her say this. She goes, shit bucket's full. I'm like, what the fuck is she talking about, shit bucket? I'm like, there better not be nobody over here taking a dump in a freaking bucket on the side of the road. Hell no. I don't care if it's an emergency. You hold that shit till you get home. You pray that your almighty sphincter holds back the freaking floodgates of hell that is your asshole at this point. Ain't nobody shitting in a bucket in the middle of a fucking parking lot. Then I look up and it says, clean up after your pet. Pet waste bucket. Ah, okay, makes sense. There are little baggies where people are supposed to clean up after their dog and they put the little uh, shit bags in this little bucket which is attached to the shit bags, with a little sign, right? Now, she says, shit bucket's full. I look, and yeah, the shit bucket is full. It's full of shit, trash, somebody's whole freaking meal from a fast food restaurant. I'm like, that literally says, clean up after your dog, place it here. That is not a garbage bag. That is literally a shit bucket. And I'm like, so you're standing there holding a little bag of poo from your dog. Why don't you just put it next to the shit bucket? Put it on top of the shit bucket. Put it next to the other garbage that's overflowing out of the shit bucket. Why would you stand there and swing the shit bag over your head, yelling that the shit bucket is full? Why the hell would you do that? Do you want to wear shit? Are you happy that your dog took a dump and now you're swinging it for all glory? What the hell is wrong with these people? So I kept on walking through the head trail because at this point I didn't want to wear any excrement. Thank you much. And kept on going about my day. Now, I decided since I am extra cranky now that I'm going to go on the blue trail to get my frustrations out on climbing all of the stairs and the ladders and everything else on the bridges and normally nobody follows me okay now I see a bunch of people who are taking uh, photos selfies doing a video of some sort whatever and I'm like all right Let's see where they go. So I'll go the opposite way because I don't want to deal with these assholes. They went to the left. I went to the right to go to the blue trail. I stopped for two seconds just to check my phone. Just to make sure it was still on and still had battery. And I hear another group of people behind me. I don't know where to go. Which way do you want to go? Uh, well, if you go that way, that's the blue trail. I don't know what's on the blue trail. 
Uh, if you go that way, there's two other trails, two chances to do something different. And then they all, then it's silence. So I thought they decided to go on the other trail. No. They're standing behind me. You ever feel like you're being watched? Their eyes beating down on the back of your head? I turn around, and there's like eight of them standing there looking at me. Which way are you going? Now, I looked at them, and I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Why is this happening? So I said, well, and they had a couple of kids. I said, look, I said, I gotta be honest with you. I said, this trail, you gotta climb a bunch of things. And one of the guys was a little older. I don't know if I could do that. I said, well, then you'd want to go and do the red trail or the green trail. The green trail's long, but you're not climbing as much stuff as you would on the blue trail. The red trail's a little shorter, and it's completely flat. Oh, okay, let's go do that. Thanks. I mean, am I part of air traffic control or something? Am I supposed to stand there and point people in one direction, point people in the other direction? Because I got to tell you, at this point, I am so aggravated. The only thing I'm pointing up in the air is my middle finger at this point because I want to be left alone and I want to relax on the fucking blue trail and not lose my shit. So I'm on the blue trail by myself. Or so I thought. I'm sitting here and all of a sudden out of nowhere, and I literally mean out of nowhere, like I was lost in the blue trail, not not physically lost, I knew where I was going, but like my mind was elsewhere, I'm looking at the trees, I'm feeling the nice crisp breeze, I'm walking on the trail, not giving the care in the world, and all of a sudden I hear, you know, and I'm like, the fuck, is that even English? turn around there's some douche nozzle wearing a freaking uh you know spandex workout outfit you're in the middle of the hiking woods like what's wrong with you and she's sitting there and talking on her phone about some moron that she works with i don't even know why he has a job he doesn't do anything you had one job you didn't do it and i'm looking at her with the eyes of death because I'm like, nobody needs to hear you. She's by herself talking on this phone about a coworker on her day off when she doesn't have to see the guy. And obviously he pisses her off so much that she's on the phone with somebody else bashing him left and right. And I'm like, I don't know who this guy Stanley is, but I feel bad for him right now. You know, I don't know why he has a job. I'm like, obviously he's doing something right. Not according to you. But you know what? To be honest with you, if I had her as a co-worker, I'd want to punch her in the face too. So, there's that. Finally, I was able to lose her on the blue trail somewhere because maybe she stopped to, uh, you know, complain more about this stand dude. I don't know. Um, at this point, I decided, you know what? This needs to be a longer hike. I'm going to hop on the green trail because I can't deal with this shit. Now, at one point, they, where the green trail splits, not that many people go on that trail either. It's very long. It's very tedious. I could tell by, not by the mile markers, but the different kinds of trees on which part of the trail I'm actually on and how close I am to the exit. That's how long I've been doing these trails. So, now, I'm on the green trail, and there were a couple of ladies behind me, you know, power walking, a couple of doggies came up to me, hi, how you doing, you know, with their owners who were like duck hunting or something, which I don't approve of, but that's what they were doing with their doggie, so hi, hi. Um, some people stopped to talk and everything, nice day, hi, how you doing, great, awesome, how are you, fine, okay, goodbye, you know, like, nice stuff, but like, 
every so often, more than not, you have a moron talking about Stan, who obviously, I guess, needs to find a new job. Woman flinging shit everywhere, saying the shit bucket is full. And then you have random morons who don't know how to freaking drive in a parking lot that goes one way. Yeah, so, anyway, I'm on the green trail at this point. So, I'm walking, and I'm climbing down the flight of steps. I'm walking across the wooden bridge. I'm going up the dirt hill. I'm going across another bridge. I get to the big tree that you have to climb the roots of to get to the top. And then there's another staircase up there that you have to climb up before you get to a flat dirt part of the road. Now, there were a couple of women behind me who were in front of me that are now huffing and puffing, and I feel your pain. Um, I decided just to stick it out and run up the next flight of steps and just take a break at the top and drink my water and just relax for a second. Now, I hear kids, a shit ton of kids, laughing, yelling, playing. I'm like, where the hell is that? Apparently, in the middle of the bushes is this chain-link fence gate-looking thing. And off to the right, I think there's a school, like an elementary school or something. And maybe they had recess, and they were all hanging outside, all these little kids. And I'm like, I've never seen this before. See, every time I come to the trails, there's a new adventure. So I've never seen this before. So I'm like, oh, okay. So I went to the left and I kept on going down my trail and all of a sudden I hear this kid. He's like, hey, hey you, you on the hiking trails. Now I turn around and there's two ladies behind me, not too, like, not too far away from me, maybe about like, you know, six feet away from me, but they were behind me. And I see the kid and I'm busy waving and smiling at him like I thought he wanted to say hi. He goes, you people on the hiking trail, you're gonna die. And I'm standing there and I'm like, what? Now, the woman behind me finally catches up to me because I stopped dead in my tracks. And I was just like, I wanted to call the kid a fucking moron so bad, but I was so shocked that he just said, you guys are going to die in there. And I just stood there. And the woman behind me goes and says, you believe this? Kids these days. I wonder where his mother is. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe he ain't got one, which is why he sounds like an asshole. Maybe his mother's an asshole, which is why he's an asshole. But here I am standing there waving at him, thinking he's being all cute and saying hi to people walking on the hiking trail. No, you're gonna die. Really? You know, if I was closer to him, I would have been like, hey, we're all gonna die. It just depends on when. Is today your day? I don't know. Let's find out. Yes, yeah, so I kept, kept on walking. So, walking through the green trail, found out that they never fixed the bridge that remember the bridge I told you about before that goes over this lake or a water-ish area that was breeding mosquitoes and all they had to cross this quote-unquote bridge was one tree that fell yeah they never fixed it so there are these four little logs on the floor that are deteriorating because of the water and you have to step on it in order to get across the whole damn thing so I'm like well is there an alternative route can I go up the side of the tree? You can, but then you wind up in the pool of water anyway. So I'm like, fuck. So I'm trying to skip across it as fast as I can so I don't bust my ass and I don't get wet. And then I get onto the actual wooden bridge part where there actually was a bridge and I stepped down on that and realized that's not secure and it went right into the water. And so did I.
So now my socks and shoes are wet and I'm pissed and I still have at least a mile and a half to go. So still walking, still walking. And now bugs are hitting me in the face and buzzing past my ears and I'm so freaking annoyed and hot and I just want to go home at this point. I'm like, I'm done. I have had it with nature right now. Mother nature and bugs do not like me. It is hot. I am wearing a mask off to the side of my face and just covering up my face every time I pass somebody because at this point I'm just annoyed and tired and can't breathe. So yeah, that was that. Finally got back to my car and I swear I was dripping sweat. I was drenched. And then all of a sudden I feel my arm buzz and it's my Fitbit, little bit, celebrating the fact that I just did 10,000 steps and I looked at it and went, fuck you. Didn't realize it was somebody behind me. And they looked at me, I was like, oh shit, not you. I was like, I'm talking to the Fitbit, I swear. And they're like, oh, you curse at your Fitbit too? And I'm like, I'm not the only one. I'm like, oh my god, cool. <laughs> so, yeah, we kept on walking on the green trail. You get to part of the green trail where you want to talk swamp ass. This thing, it looks like the swamp from the movie Never Ending Story. Have you ever seen it? Well, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it. This is the part of the trail where it looks like Artax, the, uh, you know, white horse was getting swallowed alive by this fucking swamp. That's what this looked like. And I'm like, well, I ain't walking through that. I ain't really busting my ass on the little river over there. I'm not doing this shit. So, I found an alternative. I walked around all of the trees and came out on the other side of where this swamp thing was. So, apparently, there were a bunch of people behind me who saw this also and decided to follow me. So I got to the end, I had to jump over a whole bunch of things. I heard somebody behind me say, she never said you had to jump over something. And they looked and said, I never told you to follow me either. I'm like, you could easily walk through all that swamp shit over there. I saved you that uh, whole fiasco. So you had to jump a little bit, big deal. She was not a big girl. I mean, like jumping like, you know, what, a foot up in the air? To get over one little wet patch, that's gonna fuck you up. Meanwhile, you just took the green trail, which is four miles long. Who's an idiot here? So, needless to say that this was not a very good, relaxing day, and I was pissed off. <laughs> but the real question remains, what is the solution, if any, to this problem? Yep. Morons, morons everywhere, and you're not allowed to do a damn thing about it. Yep. Even on the hiking trails, they find you. So, yeah. So, from hiking to our next episode, which is season nine, episode, uh, season two, episode nine, it's you can't make this shit up. Take a listen. You really can't make this shit up. Unfortunately, you can't stay home all the time. You got shit to do, places to go, people to see that aren't assholes. So you have to leave your house, you know, as you do. Well, I'm driving down uh, Route 9 near uh, where I am, where I live. And it's a three-lane highway, if you don't know. I'm in the middle lane. I'm sitting there. We're at a, uh, you know, almost a red light. I'm coming down the highway. And there's another car on the right of me. 
and you know three-lane highway people are driving on it that's what you do on a fucking highway you don't do what the moron in front of me did which was stop the car to let an asshole out of the passenger side of said car to walk halfway across the rest of the fucking highway while there are people driving on it um did this asshole not know that that's something you're not supposed to do not to mention that there was not a red light over here or anything. So it's not like he was crossing at a crosswalk on a regular street. This was a main three-lane fucking highway with on-ramps, off-ramps, and other cars in other lanes. So you can imagine what almost happened. Well, there's an SUV coming up on the right side of me. And this guy just gets out of his car. Within seconds, almost gets hit by this SUV right now who's at fault here the jackass that just happens to hop right out of his car as the suv is driving by at the same time or is it the suv who had to stop short to not hit the moron who got out of the car and now i'm watching this whole thing unfold and you know as i said it's not a red light so the car kept on going well this jackass the one that got out of the car walking backwards facing the highway walking backwards over the on-ramp to the side street onto the regular street which is in the middle of a strip mall of stores as he's giving the middle finger to the SUV and cursing and screaming as he's walking backwards facing the fucking highway, cursing at the moron in his eyes that almost hit him for him being a flying fucking jackass getting out of the car in the middle of a three-lane highway. Now, you weren't there so you didn't see it, so I will tell you who the actual asshole is. It's this guy. Because after he was done cursing and screaming and giving the middle finger and whatnot, he turned around and walked right into a fucking tree. Face planted into the tree that was behind him that he didn't see because he was too busy flipping off the car that supposedly almost hit him when he walked out of a three-lane highway out of a car that was in front of mine. Asshole. I just can't take it no more. Uh, There are so many stupids on the road. So many stupids everywhere. That there's got to be something happened. I don't know if we're in a parallel universe. I don't know if these people just fell from somewhere during a meteor shower. I don't know if uh, the almighty up there thought there aren't enough assholes in the world. We need to add a whole bunch more. Gee, thanks. Um, I don't know, but these are the morons in your neighborhood, fucking jackasses, all over freaking New Jersey. I'm pretty sure it's almost the same in every other freaking state. I mean, you can meet jackasses everywhere, although I have not seen as many jackasses as I have seen in New Jersey. I mean, I've been to places... I've been to different places and met different people, great people, some people that had problems, you know, bad day, whatever. I've never seen as many jackasses as I've seen in this fucking state alone. It's enough to give you freaking heart attack or something. At least high blood pressure, I don't know. I mean, and and you can't fix stupid. 
you know? Stupid is contagious. Stupid is forever. And you can't fix stupid, okay? You, you also apparently can't understand stupid because if you ain't on the stupid's level, you're not going to understand the whole thing. I don't understand it. I mean, my my parents don't understand it. My brother doesn't understand it. None of us understand how these people could be so fucking stupid. I don't know. But, yeah, fucking stupid. So, in other stupid news, I recently remembered a story from back in the day. That's not exactly stupid. It just it falls onto the category of the title of this podcast of you can't make this shit up. Because, well, you, you, you can't, okay? Now, I was going to share this on TikTok. I'm still trying to figure out how because TikTok only allows you up to three-minute videos. Now, when I explain this to you, you'll understand why it's going to be hard for me to shorten this whole story into three minutes with it still having the parts that you need to know in it that make it funny or fucked up or sad or just straight up scary depending on how you see the story I'm going to tell you about, okay? Now, I'm not going to say any names. I'm not going to uh, tell you where and when this happened. All I'm going to say is that this story happened back in the day at a job I used to work at. How much more vague can you get? Right? Right. Well, all right, so I just started a new job and my coworkers are trying to get to know the new guy, me. So they're all talking and one girl goes and says, oh, you're from Brooklyn. You know, that must be, you know, the trains must be horrible there. I'm like, uh, it's called a subway and they're all right. Another coworker was like, oh, you must have seen some really weird shit. I'm like, well, depend, define weird. I mean, like, you know, your weird could be completely different from my weird. And then another coworker was like, well, have you ever had anything bad happen? I'm like, well, define bad. I mean, like, to me? Or, you know, I had, I had one day I was going to, uh, you know, the city. I used to take voice lessons a long time ago and when I could afford to in the city and I was listening to Guns N' Roses Appetite for Destruction album because that's when it came out this is dating myself if you didn't know um you know so I'm sitting there and my resting bitch face must have been like multiplied by a hundred because when you're listening to you know the Appetite for Destruction album which is like my favorite Guns N' Roses album ever um it's a tie that's one of my favorite uh, albums anyway um, you know so this this drunken bum came on the train and made a beeline for me because that's usually what happens I don't know if I have a neon sign on my head that says please sit next to me and try to terrorize the shit out of me or bother me or what have you I don't know so this is the story I'm telling the girls at work I'm like, this is the weirdest thing that's happened to me. And he sat down next to me. I felt his eyes staring at me. I turned around and took one look at him. And I don't remember what song I was listening to at the time, but it scared him enough that he pissed his pants while he was sitting next to me. He got up in mid piss and in mid stop because the train was still going. 
He walked to another section of the train where there was nobody sitting, sat down there, and I guess finished pissing himself. I don't know. All I know is that there was a little puddle next to me in the chair that I was sitting next to. So I was not fucking happy because I still had a few more stops to go. So he got up off the next stop and the conductor saw what happened and flipped the seat so nobody sat on it. I guess he didn't notice that there was some on the seat next to me and I couldn't say nothing. And back then, not for nothing. I mean, like, you know, here's my thing with Brooklyn. You live in Brooklyn. You keep your head down and you keep your thoughts and comments and shit to yourself, but you're aware of your surroundings, okay? You don't make eye contact, but you still know where you're going and you keep an eye on yourself, okay? Don't pay too much attention to anyone around you. Don't make eye contact with crazies around you. Pay attention to yourself and what you're doing. That's how you protect yourself. That's what I was doing. There were these uh, two women that got on the train, a mother and a daughter. Made a beeline to the empty seat, which was right next to me. Now... I'm not an asshole. I'm not going to be like, you know, I'm not going to let it happen. You know, I'm not going to watch them be like, oh yeah, there's piss on the seat. Let it happen. No, I decided, I turned around and said, no, 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 don't sit. Too late. She apparently was going by the rules that I just said, not making eye contact, not talking to anybody, but she forgot the one part of watch your surroundings. This poor woman sat in a fucking puddle of piss. At that point, when I heard, ooh, ooh, talking a different language after that, but everybody knows what the ooh was for, okay? Yeah, she didn't wet herself. She got herself wet by somebody else's whiz on the chair. At that point, I heard, dung, dung. It's my stop. I got up and I left. What was I going to do, you know? So I'm telling the girls at work this. And, like, they were all laughing and everything. I'm like, you know, nobody got hurt except for her poor pants. You know, no harm, no foul. Unless you were going to a job interview. She was wearing, like, off-white taupe beige pants. So, yeah, that's going to show. Not to mention the uh, germs and shit that you probably got from sitting in someone's piss. Can you imagine? Uh, I'm, I'm just getting disgusted thinking about it. Anyway, moving along, okay? So, one of the girls I work with was telling me that she had the most craziest experience on the train ever and she'll never go back into the city ever again and now of course i'm intrigued because i didn't think anybody could really top what i went through you know i mean it was normal for me on a day-to-day basis when i went to the city there's always something that happens some guy drops a trowel in the corner some guy there's a video on TikTok of a homeless man who took a shit in this poor janitor's wash bucket okay I don't know how you're going to be able to find it on TikTok. I don't know what you could write in there to actually see what happened. But there is a janitor who's mopping the floors, right? Has one of those big-ass yellow buckets that you put your mop in, you know, and you clean and whatnot. He's cleaning the floor. He turns around and starts cleaning the floor. And as he's turning around, this guy drops his pants and takes a shit in the wash bucket. Okay? Obviously, somebody recorded this because this is how I saw it. Everybody's screaming, no, no, what are you doing? Um, there are subway bathrooms down there, aren't there? I mean, whether they're disgusting or not, don't you want privacy? I mean, he, this guy just dropped his trowel in Midtown. In the middle of the freaking subway, took a shit in this poor guy's wash mop bucket. Who does that? So, I said that to them too. And I'm like, look, uh, 
I, I don't know what happened to you. I'm sorry. I mean, like, you know, you obviously look okay and everything. Were you assaulted or something? Like, that would be the ultimate, like, you know, bad thing to happen in the subway. Somebody, God forbid, slashes you. Somebody tries to, you know, knock you out, murder, rape, whatever. Those things are, like, you know, crazy scary things, right? That I wouldn't wish on anybody. So the girl starts to tell us all the story. Now, mind you, this was a, uh, you know, an office bank type setting that I used to work in. I guess this was downtime. There were no customers or anything. Fine. So she told us all this story. Okay. <clears throat> she says, well, I was going out to dinner with a bunch of friends of mine and we had to get on the train. Okay. As you do. Go on. So I got on the train and we're all hanging out and we look good and we feel good. We're going to go out and have a good time, go out to dinner in the city and blah, blah, blah. This homeless, drunken homeless man gets on the train, okay? Right in front of her, drops his pants and starts whacking off. Finishes whacking off and then starts pissing everywhere on the train. Train's still going to the next stop, right? So the train stops short after the guy's done pissing. This train jolts, guess it made him nauseous. He threw his guts up all over the place, then passed out on the fucking floor with his head doom, doom, inside the closing doors. She said it was the worst night of her life. And then they all look at me. And I said, wow, dinner and a show. I tell you the stories I could tell you. And well, if you listen to my podcast, you will be hearing them all. So yeah, you can't make this shit up. That was episode nine. On to a nice lighter episode um, where uh, Stella got her groove back, so to speak, met her soulmate, and now she's flying high, which is probably why my uh, demeanor has changed a little bit which we will uh, hear more about in season three coming soon but stay tuned right now for season two episode 10 called when in colorado maybe it was just nerves knowing that the next day i was going to see matt for the first time in like 23 years all I know is that my stomach better behave after all this because I didn't want to miss seeing him again after all these years. Sure, I was nervous, but I didn't think my stomach should have been acting that way, you know? Anyway, Saturday rolls around and we were texting the whole time I was in Colorado. Finally came to the day that we were meeting up and, you know, I was excited and nervous at the same time and I found out he was as well. So we met at the Marner Casino and at the desk where they give you the cards and stuff, Jason, you know, my brother asked me, well, how are we going to know it's him? At that point, I couldn't breathe. He was standing right in front of us. I mean, you can't miss him. The dude is tall as hell, but uh, that's not why I was silent. Yeah, we were at the Monarch Casino, but there were butterflies in my stomach and I couldn't catch my breath. He turned around to say hi and I looked at him with these big wide eyes and I said, duh, hi. Duh, hi? Really? Like, after all these years, this is all you could come up with is duh, hi? Fucking idiot. So, yeah, really. So, I hear my brother behind me say to Steph, oh no, there's two of them. He apparently had the same look on his face as I did when we were, we were totally on the same page. It was like time stood still and it was love at first sight all over again. 
So he said to me, I have something for you. Now, mind you, I was bringing him the two books that I mentioned before, right? I never told him what the books were. And, uh, you know, I mentioned one of them was a crystal book, remember? Well, he said to me, here, I'm giving you one of my favorite crystals. It was a medium-sized quartz point and it had a mini quartz point shooting out the side of it. When I looked at it, I felt like it represented Matt and I in one way or another. And he admitted to me after that that he felt the same way, which is why he was giving it to me. Well, one of the reasons. Um, I immediately felt a connection with him on many different levels. It was insane. And I didn't know at the time if he felt anything like that for me until later on in the day. Now, remember, I asked the universe for a sign on, you know, who the dude was going to be. Because I had no idea. It could have been anyone I met on that trip. It could have been Jason's neighbors, one of Steph's friends, or a random person I bumped into in Colorado while we were going around doing our things. So we had lunch, and while we were there, I don't exactly remember what we were talking about because I was completely awestruck and focused on trying not to act like a freaking idiot when my brother said, for one reason or another, he looked at the two of us and said, you two are perfect for each other, which he would never say, like, ever to anybody I've ever been with, right? So then my brother wanted to walk outside and check out the other casino, so off we went. So... While we were outside, Matt held my hand, and Spirit showed me a sign. It was a feather randomly sticking out of the outside of one of the walls of the buildings that we were walking by. It was a perfect feather, too, so I had to take a photo. At that point, I was so happy, and I just latched on to Matt's arm and squeezed him. <laughs> that was my sign. You know, not to mention the energy between us, but that was the sign. Um, that day came and went so quickly, like a fart in the wind, and I was worried that I'd never see him again. During that trip, though, funny enough, I happened to ask him about Dina. I asked him if he remembered her and remembered us playing tennis back in high school, and he said, yeah. He's like, oh my God, I remember her. And then I asked him if he remembered what she asked him for me back in the day. And Matt looked at me and said, she never asked me anything about you. Which makes me think that she may have gone up to him and asked him her famous question of, do you have the time? What a bitch. Anyway, 23 years later, yeah, we're dating. We're together now. Happy as hell. And we're planning our future together. So yeah, the universe was right. I found my dude in Colorado. Unreal. That wasn't the only day that I saw feathers randomly around either. Now, mind you, it's not a random thing. Um, if you know me or if you are spiritual yourself, um, you know that, you know, feathers, butterflies, ladybugs, and coins, especially dimes on the ground, are all messages and signs from spirits. Family members, friends that have passed on that are with you, your guardian angels, your guiding lights, your, uh, you know, uh, anybody who has passed on or who is here watching over you, those are signs that they send you. So the universe and spirits are aligning this whole thing from the jump for the two of us. At least that's what I believe. So Sunday we had a barbecue at Jason and Steph's place. Went to a cool escape room and many different restaurants and I had a great time. Then sadly it was time for me to come back to New Jersey. <sighs> you know, still texting Matt the whole way. So back on the flights home, I swear my nerves were shot. Cause the second connecting flight to go home I mean, my bag weighs a ton, and we were on the flight where a nice guy helped me with my bag. 
another nice guy. So thanks, dude. Really tall guy, too. Then um, finally, I'm settled on the plane thinking, okay, this is the last flight. Everything's going to be good. And then all of a sudden, we hear the pilot say there's an hour delay because of lack of air traffic control personnel. And we have to deboard the plane and take our shit with us. What? Really? So now we wait again which wasn't really bothering me was the fact that now I had to take all my shit off the plane and try to put it back on the plane again. So back on the plane a half hour later, and ironic enough, the same nice guy was behind me and he helped me with my bags again. (laughs) It's like, thanks again, dude, (laughs) you know? So now we're on the flight, waiting to take off. The middle seat next to me is empty, which is nice. And then it fucking starts. This no good two-bit freaking ass clown behind me starts kicking my seat and snapping her fingers and singing. Now I'm getting pissed. So if I was a cartoon character at that point, steam would be coming out of my freaking ears. And if I was, you know, Ren from Ren and Stimpy, you know how he sits there and his eye starts twitching before he explodes? Yeah, me. So this bitch snapping her fingers starts singing and she's singing, quote unquote, I just want some respect. So I blew a fuse and I sang back. And I said, I just want some quiet, so shut the fuck up. Then there was silence. So far, so good now. And now we're waiting for takeoff. Now, the plane smells like curry, toilets, and throw up. Oh my. Um, I'm still annoyed about the person behind me. And you know, now when we land, I need to turn around to see what an asshole looks like. You ever do that? You know, you ever get so freaking pissed off that you need to see how extremely stupid the person is just to defy, you know, justify your feelings of how pissed off you are from that person's stupid inconsiderableness? Yeah. Not to mention, some someone sounds like they're coughing up a lung behind us. I just want to get off of this plane. Finally, touchdown. I'm like, oh, yay. We landed. Everyone starts to get off the flight. The person behind me was some freaking moron, but it was her husband that had the look of fear on his face because of the look in my eyes, I guess, because his wife was being a freaking moron. So he kept looking at me and he looked at her. I guess he must have elbowed her to shut the fuck up or something because, uh, yeah, I wasn't having it on that flight. I just wanted to get home. So anyway, Matt and I have been seeing each other back and forth each month or so, and I can't wait to see him for Thanksgiving, and then I'm flying out to see him in February for Valentine's Day week. So stay tuned for more shenanigans. Yep, Colorado. I was in you. (laughs) I'll be going back, too. So, yeah, Matt and I still doing the back and forth thing, so it's all good. Still in love, engaged now, so really cool stuff. So from episode 10 now down to season two, episode 11 called Happy Friggin' Holidays. Enjoy. Holiday season. Whoop-de-doo. Right? That's how some people are, you know. Some people long for the holidays. They can't wait to hear Christmas music 24-7, you know? And it's not that it bothers me. It's just the fact that it's not even Halloween yet and already Santa Claus is exposing himself to the world. You know, you hear Christmas music before Thanksgiving is even on the table with all of the food and everything. You know, and everybody's traditions are a little bit skewed, you know? Especially with uh, the last few years being COVID and whatnot. You know, things have kind of changed a bit. 
four have taken a turn. For example, who in the freaking planet came up with green bean casserole? Hmm? Now, some of you are probably saying, oh, I really like that. You know, the fried onions on top, fine. Take the fried onions and put them on a cheeseburger or something. The rest of it looks like somebody jizzed all over a can of fucking green beans, all right? Yeah, one minute into the uh, show, here we go. Uh, seriously, it is so freaking disgusting looking. I ain't putting it anywhere near my mouth hole. It's not happening. Now, I gotta be honest with you. Tuna casserole. Bleh. Just the sound of it makes me want to, you know? But I have a good friend of mine who actually invited me over to dinner one night, and that's what she was making. And I stood there, and I'm like, you're kidding, right? She goes, no, no, it's really good. And I'm like, uh-huh. you know, kind of hesitant because I, it's just not, it's not, no, just no. But I got to be honest with you, it wasn't bad at all. She's a great cook, really good. Um, wouldn't be something that would be on my top 10 menu items if I cooked myself. But I mean, it was really good. I got to be honest with you. I actually had seconds. I was surprised. But green bean casserole, hell to the fuck no. Mm-mm. Now, give other people's traditions for Thanksgiving, you know, obviously you have the turkey and everything, and then you got all the memes and jokes going around of nobody needs to see what you're eating for freaking Thanksgiving dinner, because everybody has the same fucking shit, so nobody needs to see any of your plates on Instagram and all your photos all over the place. Nobody needs to see that. Well, things are a little different in uh, different people's houses. For example, like uh, my house, yeah, you have the turkey, you have the uh, stuffing and whatnot, but we have a uh, pasta course with meatballs first, which is freaking awesome. Um, I actually eat that more than I eat the turkey and stuff. So this year was a little different. Um, Sadly, almost every single year, uh, not every single year, maybe every other, every two years, you know, our family is slowly, slowly uh, dwindling down and everything. So every year we sit there and we're thankful that we're there, but, you know, we still think about all of our relatives that have passed on that are not there to share the night with us, you know? So this time, uh, my fiance and I were talking and he's still out in Colorado. I'm here in New Jersey and he was going to be by himself. And I'm like, you're joking, right? Like, what are you going to do? Open a can of, uh, you know, canned turkey or something and sit there like a dum-dum? I'm like, no. I was like, come here. I was like, yo, come over here. So he uh, came over for the Thanksgiving holiday and... We, uh, you know, we had dinner as normal and everything, and then him and I decided to take a little uh, holiday vacation to Atlantic City, which is always fun. Uh, By fun, I mean, don't go there for more than two fucking days, otherwise you're going to not have no freaking money left at all. So, yeah. Uh, Before we go on to that, though, getting back to the whole Thanksgiving tradition thing, I usually get up in the morning, and I'm busy watching the parade and everything, and, you know, this year they weren't allowing many people down to the parade because of COVID and everything. Plus, I mean, you know, it was kind of cold out, so even, even during New Year's and stuff, I don't understand how people stand out there for hours on end in the freezing cold. Not only that, though. They're there for like hours and hours before New Year's even starts. Where the hell are the freaking bathrooms? Are some of you wearing diapers and shit? 
Are you sitting there uh, pissing your pants all night long? Hershey squirts down Broadway? I mean, what's going on? You know? Uh, I, I, no. Mm-mm. I'm originally from Brooklyn. Uh, New York uh, native. I still would never be down there when the ball drops. Not gonna happen. Don't need to be around that whole crowd and all the uh, stuff. But I digress. So holiday traditions. Uh, we usually hang all the stockings on the mantle for Christmas. Me and all my cats. Yes, they all have stockings. They all have stuff that goes inside the stockings. And they realize that if they are empty, they get extremely pissed off. And I'm looking at them. I'm like, it ain't Christmas yet. What do you think is going to be in the freaking stocking? So Pee-wee goes over to his stocking and sees that there's something sticking out of it. And it's really heavy. Okay. Well, he has this thing with uh, a crunchy treat called Beach Crunch. Yeah. He is insanely obsessed with this. He knows the color of the bag. He knows, you know, the smell of it and everything. But this was in a sealed bag, so there's no way they could actually, like, you know, realize what it is. If I tell you this cat sat in front of his stocking, staring at it with his, like, eyes wide open, you would have thought he was puss in boots with that little sad face looking at it. This bag of treats that I found was ginormous. And by ginormous, I think it was like almost a pound of treats. All right, so this kitty is stocked for life. And it was so heavy that it almost fell off the mantle in the stocking because the damn bag was so heavy. So I'm pretty sure Pee-wee thought he was getting a girlfriend for Christmas because he's been asking for years and years and years. And I'm like, sorry, we wound up getting pumpkin. And when I adopted pumpkin, they're like, oh, she's you know, a little overweight, and she's this, and she's that, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, uh, Pumpkin, she's a he, he has a wiener, and balls. I don't know how these people missed that, but I digress. So, I have four sons, four cat sons, all of them wanting girlfriends. None of them are getting girlfriends. I cannot deal with eight cats in this house. That would be insane. So, Usually when family comes over and whatnot, Pumpkin has his own little room. He sits there and chills and hangs out. And the other three go into another room and they have all their food and their water and their treats and toys in that room until the night is over. Otherwise, I would have three cats tap dancing on uh, Thanksgiving dinner, which would freaking suck. So we usually play like, you know, some kind of uh, messed up games and stuff. Uh, this past year, we didn't really do that. We just kind of talked and joked around and everything. Uh, we, uh, the year before, we had, uh, God, I can't remember, cards, something with humanity or something, some, some fucked up pervert cards, okay? Because that's really what you want to do is play a bunch of perverse games with your relatives around the Thanksgiving table. Yeah, really great. Um, so that happened. And the night was pretty great. You know, it was a nice night. Everybody had a good time. It went really quick, though. You ever notice that? Even with Christmas. Like, you know, you're shopping, you're shopping, you're shopping. And you're wrapping, you're wrapping, you're wrapping. Oh, my God, the wrapping. And, you know, sometimes it takes you longer than usual to find, like, the perfect gift for somebody. Now, I got to tell you something. There ain't no such thing as perfect anything for anyone, for anything, nothing. No, just not. So, 
you know, finally when you find a gift you think the person's going to like, and then you finally wrap it and everything, the whole day is over in like five seconds. She just waits for the whole year. Think of Santa Claus, people. He does the whole damn year preparing for one day for you to unwrap all your shit in five seconds. Yeah. Think how pissed off he is. Just in case for the kids. Just in case. And there you have it. 2021 Year in Review Part 2. So, I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope that you had a great end of the year. And a great start to 2022. Because we're already in it. Yeah. Good times. So, um, I hope you catch the uh, next season of The Valerie Lynn Show. Season 3. Coming to you live with all of the BS and shenanigans and all the fun stuff that we have in store for you in the next season of The Valerie Lynn Show, Season 3. So, thank you for listening. Um, Subscribe if you want to get some uh, extra exclusive all access to my podcast. We have paid subscribers who get every little nook and cranny and everything Valerie Lynn show. So if you're interested in doing that, subscribe. It is not that expensive. It gives you access to bonus reels, some bonus content, and a bunch of other stuff. So pretty cool. And thank you for listening. Uh, Share the podcast if you would like to with your family and friends. And I hope to have you join us on season three coming up soon. Thanks for listening. That's the end. Stop the program. Stop it.